United States submarine base at Key West, Florida. The dispatch that quoted President Truman's press secretary, Charles Cross, as saying that President Truman has no knowledge of any secret project by this government that would give substance to the existence of such objects. Cross also said that both the Air Force and the Navy deny... And scene lights on. And scene. Let's do this. Um, hey, what's up? My name's Noelle, and at the moment, I'm unable to eat food. Yeah, and I'm Chelsea, um, and I, I, uh, I just feel bad, man. <laughs> um, not because of no- Noelle had a root canal not take. Yeah. So you're essentially having all the pain of a root canal, which they're essentially saying is like, what, on the tier of psychosomatic but also they could see the root exposed and they're like, maybe it will die in a week. Yeah, it's... So So I went in there and they're like, hmm, so on the x-ray, we can see... And it looked like a little white pocket right under the tip of the tooth, you know what I mean, at the bottom? They're like, maybe that's like a bit of like whatever that filling is that they put inside of your... Like the medicine... Yeah, the medicine, whatever they put in there after they pull all of the nerve endings out, he's like, looks like some that may have leaked out the bottom, like into your jaw, which would be maybe why you are having pain. Um, But that'll go away when it heals in like a week. But also fuck yourself. Yeah, Yeah. fuck yourself in the meantime. Just like chew Tylenol, bitch. He's like, but if it's still hurting, you know, in two weeks, then there could be a chance that there's still a nerve ending in there. We'll have to go and investigate. And I'm like, love that. And then in the meantime, I'm still in pain, still unable to chew. And they're like, have you tried ibuprofen and Tylenol at the yeah. same time? There are these great revolutionary medications. Um, we'll prescribe like- them to you and they will be $60 more when you get them from the pharmacy. Literally, I was like, you guys, why did I like... It kills me paying thousands of dollars for them to like be like, I guess we'll find out. Meanwhile, I can't chew. Yeah. Um, so anyway. <laughs> I know this is going to be, this is probably controversial, um, but I'm going to say it anyway. I get that there's a pandemic that was caused by pharmaceutical companies and doctors being shitty and overprescribing to people because they thought Oxycontin was this like miracle drug and nobody did their due diligence or realized that they were prescribing like essentially heroin to their patients. I get that. I am not the fucking martyr or sacrificial lamb for that pandemic. So if I'm coming in and I have pain, I get that you're cautiously optimistic, but I also want some fucking drugs and I want some relief. If you go in saying you're in pain and you're a fucking junkie and you're like, I'm in pain. I need this medicine though, because I just had a root canal that didn't take, who are they to determine the impact of like you potentially being a drug addict versus like you being in pain? Like that's not your fucking business, man. My business now is that my fucking tooth hurts and I need you to alleviate that pain. Prescribe me five like, yeah. I'm not asking for, like, an ongoing prescription, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, also, the fact that he was, like, he took this, like, metal device and started tapping on the tooth oh. and could literally see me, like, jumping out of my skin and having, like, one tear roll down my eye. Yeah. I'm not putting on a show to get free drugs. I'm telling you, I'm miserable and cranky because I haven't been able to fucking eat. You need to help me. Yeah. It's the Oxycon, man. It's like, I can live without you. 
mm-hmm. but without you, I'll be miserable at best. This is no to the Mayday Parade show that me and Noelle went on right after she got her root canal. She seemed really tired and sad the whole time. But you I know was. what? You're a real one for going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was literally the day after. Um, I hadn't slept. I hadn't eaten. Yeah. I was exhausted. Um, opening my mouth because my jaw was still sore, hurt. Yeah. So I just kind of sat there trying to smile and not be a wet blanket. You- but I was fucking... Baby, I was miserable at best. You took the best recording of, like, my jaw. Like, you're, it's going to be analyzed in years to come, like the Bigfoot footage. But they're going to be like, there, you see it? There's the jaw. And people are going to mm-hmm. say it's fucking faked. But you're going to be like, no, man, I was there. And it's going to become as legendary as Bigfoot himself. The fact that my jawline showed up in that picture. I will agree with you as well. Line. Um, it was a good, it was a good picture. I oh. felt that way. Um, yeah. But anyway, speaking of good pictures, let's talk about something that's <sighs> not good at all. Um, nuclear disasters. Yeah. So, um, woohoo. This actually comes from a request in our discord. Um, for those of you who don't know, we do have a discord that anyone can jump into at any time. Um, another thing you may not know is that if a request comes through, if we can turn an episode into it, we will 100% do an episode on it. There has never been a request that we have turned down. There may have been some that we haven't seen because I'm bad at social media, but never turned down a request. And this is a request. So thank you. Yeah, this is from Perfectly Flawed um, from our Discord channel. So thank you. Yes. Um, So April 26th. Let's talk about that. Um, This is one of those sneaky days where it just approaches like a thief in the night and is gone before you realize it. And you may as well as what I had done, um, think it's a reference to Miss Congeniality and the perfect date, but you're wrong and ignorant, Noelle, because the perfect date is April 25th. Uh, um, all you uh, need is a white jacket. Yep. I but, know. <laughs> no. April 26th, 1986 is one of the biggest disasters to date. And we are crawling up on the 36th anniversary of what we refer to as the Chernobyl disaster. I'm going to say something right now, and I'm going to be crucified for it, and it's fine. I still haven't been able to finish the Chernobyl documentary series on HBO because the second episode gave me such anxiety, and like it, it, it was ruining my ability to concentrate during the nine to five. Yes. And then I would just sit up at night and think about it. And obviously, it came out during peak pandemic so i was already heavily medicated for anxiety and having anxiety every day at my job which at that time was very stressful and i just didn't know if the next day i was going to even have a job or what my life was going to look like and then in the you know three hours of rec time i gave myself inside of the bubbles that we were all living in i was like you know what everyone's really talking about this chernobyl documentary i'm gonna check it out and baby it sent me down it sent me down to the deep dark depths of fucking just pure unfiltered straight to the veins anxiety yeah i feel you it was rough um chernobyl came out for me at a very like on top of the pandemic a very personal tragedy in my life Mm -hmm. where it was such a sweet fucking relief to watch something 
what I deemed not as terrible, what I was going through, because what I was going through was more personal, but I was like, oh, this is what I need. This you were getting off on the suffering? Uh, well, it was just like, man, I, this is, yeah, I don't want to say I was getting off on the suffering like I was a sadist, but it was one of those things where like I could watch it and it was so fucking, it was, it was just what I needed at the time, I guess, is the best way to say it. And it sent me down a very concerning rabbit hole where I was bound and determined to find pictures of people who had suffered radiation poisoning, not pictures of people who like have like sunburns or stuff like that. But I wanted to see the down and dirty of the people at Chernobyl. Yeah, but I like that guy who they kept alive. Yes. Um, I just study him. Wanted the faces of meth, but with Chernobyl, I never faces found of them. death, baby. Yeah, yeah. Well, you aren't looking in the right places because I've seen it, and I'll show you. Well, I, I, I know that there's dark parts on the internet. I may not know how to access them because I'm not very good at navigating social media. I just you're not very in. good at <laughs> yeah, the internet either. Don't forget your, uh, you know, tapeworm. How, okay, well, fucking, how dare you? I'm good at the internet. Russia's bad at the internet and they're just bad. So the fact that they ran some sort of bait and switch trying to promise me like fast weight loss and yeah. then they set the KGB after me. I hope they have the same success in Ukraine as they did with me, which was no success at all. <laughs> um, yeah. Which is one spam email. Yeah. One spam email and it made for a great story. Um, so for those of you who need a quick refresher, and I don't imagine you do, but we're going to go through it anyway. Um, Chernobyl is the namesake of a nuclear power plant located at the time in Ukrainian Soviet Socialist Republic and after the fall of the Soviet Union is now simply known as Ukraine. And there was a scheduled safety test where they purposely decreased the reactor power, but they were unable to quickly restore it to a level specified by the safety test protocol. And it, it created a snowball effect where them pushing through the safety protocol and the lack of power caused the reactor to become unstable. And since the operators were kind of continuing through with their tests, an inevitable nuclear chain reaction began. And the real tragedy here is really come from the fact that there was a shitty response or lack thereof from the Soviet government. Absolutely. And this was the part that, like, kept me up at night because that the government will let you die in the face of tragedy well we clearly know that but watching people make the wrong choices over and over and over and over again um, yeah. because i do think that like obviously the biggest issue was the shitty response from yeah. the soviet union but it was also like the lack of understanding and severity of nuclear power anyway like the cleanup crews and the fire department that was there just yeah. melting away because well, people didn't know. Well, the the people helping didn't know, but the government certainly did. Uh, but like we know, like, yeah. you know, like we know now um, the effects of radiation, well, but it's, I don't know. The like, government, I will say. Is somebody watched the Chernobyl series once, and I'm now an expert. Uh-huh. The 
government 100% fucking knew. And if they didn't know, surrounding governments and scientists could detect the radiation levels in their areas. And they're like, was there, what the fuck is happening? Like they tried to sweep Chernobyl under the rug and it was scientists essentially like blowing the whistle of being like, what is going on in Chernobyl that got them exposed? But they were like, nothing happened. Everything's fine. And it was them trying to maintain the facade of everything being fine, that they were okay with exposing people to it because, Hey, if it was dangerous, would you really need to like bypass all of these safety precautions? So like, no, I just go in there. It's safe. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, yeah, fuck Russia, man. I've had beef with them from the jump, and now they're just even further... They're higher on my shit list. Um, I will caveat that and say, fuck Putin. Yeah. The Russian people are victims of tyranny and imperialism, and unfortunately, sanctions as well. Um, I The mass majority of Russian people do not agree with the war yeah. even after being spoon-fed lies and propaganda they're still like we don't know we can't do this yeah. um and whenever i it's i think it's like noam chomsky who talked about sanctions in wartime and he's like it's the most ridiculous thing because all it does is hurt the people who are already hurting, it hurts the civilians. Yeah. The rich oligarchs who start these wars are unaffected. They will put civilian bodies in front of them and yeah. you know, stack them on each other like blocks before they allow themselves to feel the effect of a sanction. Yeah. And um, that same kid on Twitter who made the tracking of Elon Musk's private jet also does like a tracking of Russian oligarchs right now. So like the inner circle of like Putin's really like, I don't know, millionaire, billionaire friends. And it's, it, that thing shows you it's public information. He just, you know, puts it in a special type of way that it can be easily digested in these flight patterns shows that these fucking sanctions, they don't affect these people. You know, they're still getting on their private jets and zip zopping around like nothing's happening, you know? Like they are yeah. unaffected. The economy crashing in Russia only hurts the people who Putin doesn't care if they live or die anyway, yeah. you know? And also shout out to the Russian people who are literally risking their lives to protest the war, go on TV and protest the war. Um, it's, I can't stress that enough that them even just making a statement saying like, we do not agree with this war and we stand with the people of Ukraine could end their lives. Um, like that shit is fucking incredible. And, um, you know, is only second to obviously the Ukrainian people themselves, which to me have redefined the definition of like truly fucking hardcore. Like I don't wish war on anyone or anything but man if i had to fucking go into it i would hope that i'm surrounded by ukrainian people who are the toughest motherfuckers i've uh, yeah. in the history of humanity i couldn't agree you know? more even Zelensky, like man could you imagine how great america could be right now if we had a leader like that mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. shit spewing from the mouth trump not essentially do nothing biden but like somebody I mean, like literally boots on the ground you know 
Ted Cruz left Texas because like the power the, was out. Yeah, the power was yeah. out. Got a little too cold for him. Um, um, and I know that Zelensky has gone on record and say that he doesn't want Ukraine to be remembered as like the three hundred army. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's not that for me. It's that like you know I understand if I'm to, like to put my political hat on. I understand the apprehension of every, like, we'll just say NATO for the sake of being sacred. The apprehension of NATO to, like, actually go in and, like, fight tooth and nail with Ukraine against Russia. I understand the hesitation to that because of the threats and implications that um, Putin has made and nuclear implications. Yeah. But, like... Oh man, they what? It's it's not the three hundred army. It's just the like the fact that like the Ukrainian people and the Ukrainian leadership is just like so fucking tried and true and tough that they're like, hey, you know what? Thanks for helping where you can. I guess like wish it was more, but like we're still gonna be here putting our literal fucking bodies yeah. in front of these tanks and like. No one wants to be written about in history books about that. Like, obviously, they want war to end and for their people to be safe. But fucking shit, man! I yeah, that is just like I, next level toughness I have never it's, seen. It's giving me a sense of patriotism that I haven't felt in years. But it's like patriotism towards Ukraine. Like mm-hmm. I used, you know what I mean? It's like. It's always so fun to be just like ride or die America and cosplaying as a Republican sometimes by wearing like a these colors don't run hat. Yeah. But I very I don't think I would fight with this. What would the what the fuck would we be fighting for right now? You know what yeah. I mean? Because if I had a leader like Zelensky, I'd fucking fight for that dude. Hell yeah. Yes. Um, well, I, think, I don't think I would fight for Biden or no, Trump. You know what I mean? No, you're you're in a sense like putting words to what I I feel. What Ukraine is doing right now is the type of patriotism that America thinks it has. Like I couldn't agree more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think that's why it resonates so deeply. Um, and it's the unfortunate patriotism that comes in times of blood, death, and war, and human suffering when you truly see people's colors and their actual humanity. And when in the face of that, in the face of like this unmeasurable fear and uncertainty and cruelty, you see communities of people literally mothers taking up arms. Yeah. Not because they have like, cocktails, man. Yeah. You know, because they want to, um, it, it's like, it's wild. It's wild to see. And um, as we get ready to jump off of our current day politics train, I want to say like, man, the world has failed Ukraine because for all of these, you know, things that we have in place, all of these committees and organizations, we couldn't protect one single democratic country we yep. could not protect them and we were not saving them. That's a, that is an embarrassment that should be it's, felt worldwide. And it's not even that we couldn't, it's we won't. Yeah. 
so I hope um, I hope that like maybe Wall Street can fuck them up, like hit the oligarchs where it hurts by like devaluing their businesses and the trade. I don't know how that stuff works, but I hope that there's something that we can do. I I will say that if you go on Etsy and you filter the country from Ukraine, people are selling just like digital art. You can buy art and a lot of them are just like really simple downloads of the flag, but it's a way to put money into the actual pockets of Ukrainians. Um, if you don't know what charity to donate to, I would say just do that. Yeah. Go to Etsy. That's fair. By Ukrainian yeah. art. Yeah, there are also a bunch of um, organizations out there collecting money for care packages, not just for Ukraine, but the surrounding countries who have taken in Ukrainian refugees. Um, so definitely look into that as well. Yeah. So back to Russia. Fuck yeah, fucking Russia. So. Um, the initial meltdown in Chernobyl killed two engineers really quickly. But if you look at the fallout of the entire disaster, it's really impossible to calculate how many people really had their lives impacted by radiation and impacted to the point of death. Um, for context, people are still directly dying from Chernobyl's disaster a whopping 10 years after it happened, which doesn't really fully encompass how deadly it was. So some agencies want to claim that that number is 100 people or less died from the Chernobyl disaster. But if you look at the math between the radiation expo exposure, generational um, exposure, people genetically passing down some of this stuff to their children, mathematically that number has to be closer to um, 16,000. Yeah. The fact that there's nothing but scientific evidence and proof of genetic mutations, generations down the line, a hundred, the, the math ain't mathin', babes. Not mathin'. Um, just like the golden ratio math to my face, it ain't added up. <laughs> <laughs> you can find out more on Patreon. True. So, Things like cancer, thyroid issues, general mutations, genetic mutations, etc. have all been considered when attempting to calculate the death toll. And unfortunately, it was all handled so terribly that we will probably never get an accurate number. And we will never get an accurate number from fucking Russia. That's yeah. for sure. Yep. So by December of the same year as the disaster, the Soviet Union built a steel and concrete structure around the power plant, which... Uh, the world effectively just dubbed it the sarcophagus mm. and the radiation being emitted from Chernobyl was limited by the structure, but it still managed to deteriorate the container and had to be covered by a new enclosure in 2017. And the process and cleaning up the disaster is so dangerous and time consuming that estimates don't even think it will be completed until 2065. That's just to clean up the disaster. That's not the 20,000 years for even the base layer of radiation to go away, we won't see in our lifetimes. Yeah, obviously. no. No. Um, I sometimes I'm like, will the earth even exist to see the cleanup? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. This bitch is gonna burn out. <laughs> this bitch is gonna burn um, out. Yeah. Currently, if we can make it to 2065 is a roll of the dice. Mm -hmm. <sighs> so sure. we have definitely talked about Chernobyl before and there was a small period of time Whereas we kind of talked about earlier, there, I had a little bit of an obsession with radiation poisoning and nuclear fallout. Um, Noel, 
managed her trauma by avoiding it, and I managed my trauma by trying to absorb it until I could get its power. We both mm-hmm. failed. Um, yeah. So, it seems to be the the only consistent when talking about nuclear disasters is everyone fails and loses. Yeah, we both lost. <laughs> um, so, and it's also been appearing a lot in the news lately, especially since Putin has invaded Ukraine. And since Chernobyl is on the shortest route to Ukraine's capital city of Kiev. Kiev. Kiev? Kiev. It's okay. You're white. Have you seen, I I was just going to fucking say, have you seen those TikTok memes where it was like, I was out crackered and I will never (laughs) be out crackered again. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or it's like, it's like. I, I, I was ringing out my stuff and one of the things that have a price tag on it and the cashiers joked that it must be free. And that's, I was yeah. out crackered. <laughs> yeah. I over explained okay. the joke, which out crackered myself. Again. You, you are just digging the hole into <sighs> white atrocities, dude. <laughs> I want to say that I'm sorry, but then people are going to be like, Oh, white guilt. Yeah, it is. All right. <laughs> shame. Oh, um, fuck. I don't know why my eyes are watering right now. There's got to be something going on internally. Um, But in fact, Putin taking Chernobyl is really one step closer. It should be one step closer to the affirmation that we should fucking intervene. Um, He's trying to just flex that he's going to respond that if we do, he has access to Chernobyl and is going to trigger nuclear war. Um, Put me in the fucking crosshairs. I've had a terrible run. I'm ready to tap out. So... You know, um. <laughs> you know. I will say I don't mean to get dark on the timeline, but you know, <clears throat> maybe it's because I love shitty butt rock and Three Doors Down. Just guessing sometimes. <laughs> I, I I feel you. You know, maybe it's the fact that I'm so, I'm like, you know what my retirement plan is. Is to fucking die. Die. Yep. It's to die, baby. You think I've got something in there saving up? Saving up for what? Nothing. Because there's nothing there. That everyone's all afraid of, like, getting drafted or whatever. And I'm like, eh. I wish they would. I'm too old to be drafted. eh." Oh, yeah, you are. I think I'm... I was trying to look this up. I think I'm, like, on... Isn't it 27? Yeah, but, like... If you, this is the thing that I was confused about. It was like if you signed up at any point ever, it's like from eighteen to like thirty six. To be but like, I think the draft is like, yeah. I'm not, but also we're we have stupid fucking vaginas, so they don't even want us anyway. Yeah, that's tight. Feminism. <laughs> Who's she? I belong in the kitchen during times of nuclear war. <laughs> no way. If I like, if they, they and you know what. FBI agent who's listening to this right now, if you're going to give me like some top tier weaponry and like, I don't know, be like, you have to, not the people, but you know, like the Putin and be like, fucking do whatever to fuck him up. I'd be like, okay. Yeah. We've, okay. We've replaced your root canal with one cyanide tablet. You just bite it <laughs> and then you bite it before they finish their sentence. You're in the back office of an office, Max, and they're like, this is only if you were right. This is only if death is better than the alternative and you fucking end it before you even go on the mission. But because they failed my root canal and there's still a nerve ending in there, even <laughs> the bite hurt. hurts yeah. right before death. You can't even fucking do it. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. That's sad because that's like more likely to happen that 
you have yeah. been thwarted in your cyanide tooth endeavors because your root canal is so shittily done. Um, <laughs> oh, it hurts. Either way, it's true. there's no good way anyway. to go out here, man. It's all terrible. No. Mm-hmm. So while Ukrainians are fighting to prevent another Chernobyl disaster, they may be experiencing opposition, not only from Russia, but from hell itself. Hashtag, what's the difference? I feel like I had to make that joke. Um, Good one. Thank you. But for real, though, even Russia being there is stirring up radioactive particles. And according to The Atlantic, quote, the disaster at Chernobyl became a rallying cry for Ukrainian independence in the late 80s and early 90s. And processing its traumatic effects on the country's people and environment became an important facet of Ukrainian national identity. That's where we see people just standing in the road against a tank. Um, Mm -hmm. They have been fighting Russia from the jump. And this is really just the first time that it's really magnified on the world stage. Yeah. It's probably Chernobyl. Um. And I know we're talking a lot about shitting on Russia. I just feel like it's really important that if we're going to do an episode that involves Ukraine, that we shit on Russia as much as we possibly can. That's true. It's the patriotic thing to do. Yeah, I'm just doing my part. Um, So when something like Chernobyl happens, there's an atmospheric change in the sense of an area's power. It's how we've spoken before that hallowed ground can feel quiet or there are certain areas in the woods where you feel like you're being watched. It's this ominous feeling that even though you're human, you simply don't belong there. Or if you are there, that you're just simply not the only, I want to say life form, um, in the sense that you're not the only like intelligent design in an area. Um, mm-hmm. So Chernobyl really could be the ground zero for many of these sorts of feelings in Ukraine. Um, the amount of pain, hurt, and literal literal fallout makes it act like a beacon or battery in the universe, literally attracting hell on earth. So things with scientific evidence, like things that we can track, like mutated animals in the area that have smaller brains, sterility, cataracts, and tumors have long since lived on the grounds of Chernobyl. Um, And even people of Chernobyl have been treated like the quote unquote other as really nefarious rumors have spread throughout Europe and have been swept under the rug, which is a condition now dubbed a Chernobyl HIV. Um, this, yeah, this rumor and this mystery illness um, is an effective way to not only keep people away from the area, but also it's a way to discourage any friendly or romantic relationships with a Chernobyl survivor or somebody from the area surrounding Chernobyl because they're saying that like you're put at risk for this secretive and destructive illness. Um, mm. Chernobyl HIV is a very real thing um i was actually super surprised because i have never heard of it before in reality yeah in reality it's probably thyroid cancer um the rumor at the mill that it is taken on has literally done to people from that area what we did to gay people during the hiv pandemic Mm. um it just makes them the other and it makes them not worthy of help because it's something that we want to believe that they brought on themselves. Which is uh, Yeah. That's so fucking rough. Uh, yeah. So, and of course, um, whenever there is a nuclear threat, there also comes a spike in UFO appearances. Um, according to. I was going to say, I, um, 
I thought I sent it to you, but maybe I didn't because I was definitely being a fucking war dog um, right when Russia invaded Ukraine and I was just locked in to reading everything. And naturally the things that I was getting on my feed were getting less and less views. Like I was getting more niche and niche and niche and down the hole. Yeah. Um, The moment uh, they made it through Chernobyl, because it's on the route to, as you mentioned, to Kiev. Um, I think I actually mentioned to Kiev, Kiev. If you, <laughs> I just hate Kiev, myself so whatever much. You, whatever you saw, <laughs> yeah. um, saw a video had like literally like fucking two thousand views on it. They're here, and it like showed up into the sky, and it was like little blips that looked like UFOs, and I was like. Oh my god! Yeah, because yeah, like anytime anything happens, like you're saying around n- nuclear anything, like it's this it skyrockets. The yeah. you know reported UFO sighting skyrockets, and yeah, everyone in the comments were like, "I was just waiting for them to show up," you know. Like also not just nuclear stuff, but in times of war. Is another yeah. thing that um, in times of war, people also have like a, there's just a spike in UFO sightings and the human, <laughs> like humanity part of your brain wants to be like, it's, it's them like telling us to stop, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like whatever. But it, I, I did see some stuff yeah, pop well, up most recently. It's anything. Like, if you told me that there was, like, a nuclear thing that happened and there weren't UFOs, I would want to see the evidence more than I would demand the evidence if you were like, yeah, UFOs showed up at this nuclear thing. Because it's so fucking common now. Um, Maybe major news sources don't really put it in as part of, like, the bread and butter of, like, the overall thing. Like, obviously, if CNN or Fox News was saying that there were UFOs at Chernobyl right now. It may distract from what they're really trying to tell us, but if you know where to look, they're always there. And anytime that there's mass death and there's mass death going on right now, for sure. It's part of the reason why now I'm a believer that the grim reaper during the black plague was really an alien. Mm, that's fair. Um, but according to power technology.com. Seems reliable. I always, I just, I've Pavlov dog to look at you every time I name a source. I'm just like, huh? What's the dash inside of it? Like, why couldn't they get powertechnology.com? Is it because, like, actual powertechnology.com <laughs> owns that? And so I don't they know. had to put a dash in there? Sometimes I'm surprised when I'm like, that's the name of the site. Huh? I know you're going to fucking get me later on for another one. Um, so according to power-technology.com, quote, <laughs> An eyewitness named Mikhail Veritsky claimed he saw a fiery ball of light hovering for a few minutes above the exposed reactor on the night of the accident. This ball of light was also allegedly seen on 16 September 1989 when there was a further radiation leak from the unit at Chernobyl, which some imaginative narrators say came from aliens who were containing the radiation. I hope they were. If that's what they're doing here, fucking keep on coming, man. See if you can also get me better health care coverage. Please, honestly, not just healthcare coverage, dental insurance as well. Because going to the dentist when dental insurance is like showing up with a fucking Bed Bath and Beyond coupon for five percent off. That shit is like not even real. Yeah. They're like, if you pay cash, we'll take ten dollars off, and you're like, I'll take what I can get. 
I think I did break my butt cheek, but I don't know what to do about it. Cause there's no way I'm going to go to the doctor. Cause I know it's going to throw me into even more medical debt. I don't think you broke your butt cheek. You know, I just think you have like a hematoma. Look at that. Look at how much you're going to show it to me again. God, you're so like fucking insane. Time. Noelle's seen my butt. Jesus. Oh my God. She's it's like, like getting tear- worse. Yeah, dude. Tearing the skin. Yeah, it looks fun. like, sh- it looks like shit. I will agree it with you there. Your the entire in. butt it goes is all fucking the way black. I think I brought something. I no, I think you have a hematoma. Maybe. No. It's yeah. so much worse. It's gotta be worse. No, it's not. It all looks right. exactly like a not hematoma. Right. It actually probably doesn't hurt as bad as your tooth does, I will say. Knowing the pain of a tooth, nothing compares. Yeah, I do want to die, but you for sure just have a hematoma. Well, thank you for letting me bully you out of bed to record. You're welcome. Uh, so, in fact, don't ever take that tone of me again. I'm <laughs> in fact, it's hard to escape the theory that aliens monitor the nuclear threat Earth could impose on their own survival in the future, which is why there's always spikes of UFO activity around nuclear threats. And as much as I love a good alien story, that is not what we're here to talk about. Um, I want to talk about the love story in my head. The idea that mm-hmm. Ukrainians have an unlikely ally in the sky, and we're not talking about the ghost of Kiev mm-hmm. or aliens. Um, so let's take a trip back in time. This isn't the this isn't the website. I think you're going to read me for. You'll know it when you see it. But um, exutopia.com is where I, I'm getting a good chunk of the information coming up. I mean, this one's not good really either. Um, it's fine. It's just like a standard website. I think I don't remember. It's all a blur at this point. So. In 2005, a now shut down website published some compilations of reports where employees working at the Chernobyl plant documented their experiences, both leading up to the disaster and the subsequent experiences afterwards. And some of them described the high strangeness of shared nightmares, really strange phone calls, and weird trespassing incidences at the plant. Incidences isn't a word. Incidents at the plant. Um, They even reported the sightings and phone calls describing impending doom down to their supervisor. Hey, just so you know. Yeah. Your website? Yeah, what what of it? Oh, JK, he got away. What are you going to say? E-D-U-T-O-P-I-A dot org. That's George Lucas's educational foundation. Oh, that's fucking yours is EXU. Yeah. This just looks like a regular, well put together um, website about. Anyway, I just wanted to cite your sources and check them. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. So the people who are experiencing these phone calls um, shared the phone calls they reported to the supervisors. The weird trespass incidents that they saw where they thought that they people were at the nuclear reactor when they shouldn't been. They reported all of this to their supervisors, but a lot of it was just dismissed. Um, of course, if you go to your boss and you say that you're having the same nightmares as other people, they're probably not going to take it seriously. Yeah, no, they don't. They're like, okay, that's great. Have you clocked back in from lunch? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
They're like, we're not being paid for this conversation. Yeah, especially Soviet era. Like, <laughs> they weren't the- paid at all. They got paid in like a cracker. And a- the same bosses were- who were like, can you just like go, you know, I, I know that that bag of trash is right next to the nuclear meltdown, but I need you to pick it up and throw yeah. it away. Like it, these same bosses and, and then these poor fucking dudes are like, hey, you guys, I'm having nightmares. And they're like, that's great. Do you want to get yeah. back to work? They're like, oh, are you tired today? Yeah, I can't sleep because I'm having tons of nightmares. Just imagine the rumor, though, like before Chernobyl even happened. Imagine the rumor of like people coming in and not sleeping and then eventually shooting the shit with your coworkers. They are not sleeping because you're having nightmares, which is eventually going to like go into the talk of what kind of nightmares you have. And they're all having the same fucking thing. Wild. I mean, that is really cute. It's like, a but it's very like, it's like girls at summer camp cute they're like oh my god we all have the same collective dream we must all be like scorpio risings or whatever yeah that's tight um so (laughs) of course these feelings of doom were soon validated when only a few weeks after the initial report of the threatening phone calls the nuclear reactor had its meltdown and first responders and locals did get to the power plant rather quickly and they noticed something very strange in the sky So in the pillars of smoke that would seal the fates of everyone in the immediate area sat a man. And while you and I, as Americans, may call him the Mothman, in Ukraine, they call him the Blackbird of Chernobyl. Which, you know, I'm not trying to throw shade at Mothman, but that is such a fucking more metal name. Like, that's so sick. I agree. I like Blackbird of Chernobyl. Um... Mothman is very Batman villain-esque from the 60s energy. It is very, like, 1960s comic book era. Like, we we aren't actually original. Yeah. You know, like, we couldn't actually come up with something. I, I will so, say Mothman, know, sca- out of all of my experiences with cryptids, Mothman has scared me the most. I could not finish John Kill's book about the Mothman prophecies because, like, the nightmares that it gave me, like, I just couldn't function anymore. So I am scared of Mothman. Don't get me wrong. Mothman, if you're listening, the the respect is there. I just think the Blackbird name is better. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the Blackbird of Chernobyl fits into the parallels we've spoken about in our Indrid Cold episode and the 1967 collapse of the Silver Bridge in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. So Mothman was first spotted on November 12, 1966, and became a harbinger of doom as he terrorized the town of Point Pleasant between November 1966 and the bridge collapse on December 15, 1967. December 15th is my dad's birthday. Happy birthday, Dad. He has started listening Happy now. Birthday. It's very uncomfortable. So Tell Dad, him to stop. Dude, I'm trying. He'll he he picks out comments on episodes that we've done months ago and then texts me about them and i'm like what the hell are you talking about he's like oh why you're you missing out yeah well he'll, he'll literally be like why are you talking about how i watch knife videos I'm like ma'am it is 6 a.m That's oh yeah you did spill the tea about his ipad he's like got the toddler ipad going yeah. um but you're missing the best part of him starting to listen to us was that he was trying to compliment us, but also give us feedback by saying that you talk <laughs> too fast and funny. And like, what do you mean? <laughs> My dad. He's like, what do you mean I talk I'm, weird? I'm not going to say what then, he actually said because it's not politically correct, but he was saying we were talking too fast. 
He called me at work. Yeah, same. Yeah. I mean, it was important. It was important feedback. And yeah. I do agree with him. If he, if he really thought that that's how we talked, I would also make the call during the yeah. middle of the workday. Um, um, and Chelsea was like confused about it. She's like, what, 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 what do you mean? We don't sound weird. Play it back for me. He plays it back for her. And she's like, oh, you're fucking listening to it. Sped up. <laughs> you he had it on like, like more than like double. What, like, it sounded like chip. Yeah. It was like, yeah. And you could only pick up maybe like <laughs> third word when we did enunciate, but I know neither of us are enunciating. I know I especially don't enunciate because I'm just no. dropping vowels left and right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dad, so, uh, you know. I had to troubleshoot like with my dad and my sister, the way that I talked to a, somebody calling me at work when th- I had like an 80 year old lady call me, not knowing how to copy and paste into Google docs. And it was the same energy. I was like, all right, dad, I want you to push, I want you to swipe up on your phone and I want you to go to the home screen. Do you see where all of your regular icons are? That's absolutely mm-hmm. great, Dad. That's what I need you to do. Now I need you to look <laughs> for something blue that has a white A on it. That's a white A as an apple. Now it may not be obvious, so you may have to search for it in different folders on your phone, but this is where you go to access apps. Apps are just applications. Let me know once you've gotten there. <laughs> no, it's okay. We'll just, you know what? Let's start back over from the beginning. Yeah. Let me know when you're back on the home screen. I got to go Perfect. back to the home page. Yep. That was it. Yeah. He's like, all right, I'm done. But every time my dad calls me, he always sounds like he's mad. He's not mad, but like the ferocity in which he gave me the feedback. I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and no one likes feedback that turns into feedback to themselves. No one likes that. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, I didn't write, raise you to talk that fucking dumb. I was like, what? In the, what? And then yeah, he played it back, and I'm like, I'll never say that my dad is dumb. So just but it like wasn't the mock- a bright moment. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> um, so the anyway, happy birthday, oh, dad. Man. Um, one of the worst disasters in cryptid history happened on your birthday. I love you so much. Um, and <laughs> like the town's quite pleasant. The employees of Chernobyl experienced the same incidences with their black bird. Um, just like Mothman, Blackbird had been described as having a humanoid appearance with glowing red eyes and massive wings. Here we fucking go. Down the chupacabra hole.com mentions that. Multiple- oh, my <laughs> Fucking God. I the bet worst, this is the WordPress page. The worst part about sharing the Google Doc is I can see what you're highlighting and like what you're clicking on. And sometimes I feel like you're bullying me with how. This how, isn't even a website. I think I spelled is. it wrong. You did. Oh my God. First of all, first of all, hitting hard March 1st, 20. 20- 2022 lizard people catacombs discovered beneath los angeles um and then their wallpaper is down the chupacabra hole but like spelled like it's a ransom letter made from a newspaper in 1910 what the fuck what the fuck is this mind control and mass poisoning the truth about fluoride Uh uh-huh okay Morticians discover horrific anomalies while embalming the vaccinated. Okay, now this is an anti-vax flat earth. I'm going to be website. real with you, Noel. I'm going to be real with you. I didn't read everything on the front page. 
Doctors warn vaccines will cause catastrophic neurological diseases. Oh my fucking god. They are so down bad. Thoughts shared in these articles reflect the author's opinion and do not take these sentiments as medical advice. I think it's important. Owner of the site is an Amazon affiliate. (laughs) 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 I love it. Capitalism, you fuck. I love it. Embrace (sighs) They have to go all in about COVID being shitty. They got to get their capitalism boost in there. I just, this this is literally the same argument that got Fox News out, out of horrific lawsuits. They are like, we're... We're for entertainment. We're not actually news. <laughs> that's the Alex Jones argument. <laughs> yeah, and that's say, like what- there is um, a really unfortunate crossover when it comes to rejecting the idea of government insisted upon vaccines and conspiracy theories, which I too have had to navigate even before COVID happened. I have always been like. Fuck, dude, I hope the government isn't doing MK Ultra shit on me. Give me the flu shot. Um, I mean, you know. It happens. It fucking happens. And I, I can, I. I wish the government would MK Ultra me. I, I want to have some of that fucking radical 60s acid that'll just take <laughs> you to the fucking moon. Pure. Pure, pure tincture, yeah, pure, yeah, just THC like, in liquid form. Right up. Also, I just will never. I uh, this is that don't the truth about transmissible transmissible vaccines is all like Pfizer will cause your baby to have a third eye. Stop taking it immediately, and then, but also at the bottom, thought shed in these articles reflect the author's opinion. Do not take these statements as medical advice. Like. <laughs> But then I will say that there's an article for 10 tips on how to become or how to avoid becoming a missing 411 victim. Missing 411, we did a full episode on, and I feel like that is very important for people to know how to not become a victim of the alien presence. Hashtag or forward slash hyphenated included but not legally distinct from Sasquatch who has been abducting people. They have their dicks so hard about anti-vax stuff. If you go to the... Second page, it's no, every I don't other article. No, I go there. I only want every to read the article. things that I like. And be- <laughs> I got my vaccine, all right? Before anyone thinks that I'm an anti-vaxxer, I've got vaccine and I've been boosted. Um, I yeah, get- thanks for clarifying yeah. because we wouldn't be able to tell based off of your <laughs> cited sources. Yeah, you also wouldn't be able to tell from all the like brain damage I have. That's from... Uh, Invasion of the body snatchers. Not Immortal COVID. parasites discovered in the COVID vaccine. Oh my god, down the chubacabra hole can go up my chubacabra asshole. You know what else is, uh, what was it? Uh, Immortal parasite? Yeah. You know what else is an immortal parasite? My ex! Nice one. Thank you. Um, So anyway, down the (sighs) chubacabra hole.com. Is an unreliable source. Do not listen or read anything that they put out because they're a bunch of fucking anti-vaxxers. In regards to what... Fuck, dude. You know you know what's sad? Is I had, like, maybe six other pages that backs us up. So this... But you the, chose to die on the hill of down the chubacabra hole? Well, yeah, because they're... I didn't know they were anti-vaxxers, man. You just had to look for three seconds. 
Yeah, I, I don't have the time. I'm going to have to have a sit down with you and my dad about how we need to actually read the websites in which we are on. I'm a little mad that you exposed me in front of God and the internet. <laughs> I'm so glad I did. You need to be punished for your crimes. So anyway, take it with a grain of salt dot com. That multiple witnesses stumbled across, quote, a giant mutilated headless man with piercing eyes and quote, while they were out and about prior to the meltdown, which subsequently led to more harassment in the form of phone calls and terrifying nightmares. So just the atmosphere of fear before the Chernobyl meltdown even happened was like real high. It was getting up there. Um, And Blackbird was first spotted by multiple people at the same time. The first night Chernobyl had the meltdown. So as first responders and workers heroically came to the location of the fire, their vision was marred not only by the nuclear particles filling the air and the massive amount of black smoke pooling from the reactor, but they also focused on (laughs) this fucking, what they initially thought was a man coming out of the smoke, but, you know, amidst the chaos, death, and destruction, they all saw the same thing, which was the blackbird at Chernobyl. Um, so a quote from this website uh, mm-hmm. that we've already mentioned, don't have to talk about it anymore. <laughs> that, quote, according to workers on duty that fateful night, a massive humanoid emerged from the decimated reactor's noxious black fumes. It appeared bird-like in nature and possessed a 20-foot wingspan. Two glowing crimson eyes peered through the contaminated smog. Onlookers gawked as the peculiar beast swiftly glided overhead before vanishing into obscurity. And all individuals present during the disturbing encounter would ultimately succumb to the atomic irradiation. And the blackbird was never to be seen in Chernobyl again. End quote. So, although everyone who was at the site of Chernobyl when the sighting occurred have all died, um, the founder, oh my god, Fucking yeah, ahead. Wait, the founder of a new age society. Here you and I already know you're gonna come for me. This guy from a new age society wanted to tag it on it, and I had to write in the notes, fucking hear me out, man. I'm having a hard time hearing you out. So I'm having this guy a very hard time. time. I I will say that I barely looked into this society, so before they commit any atrocities, I just want to say we are strictly <laughs> On the blackboard of Chernobyl. So this man named Dr. George King came forward and mentioned that he had gotten a very strange call almost five hours before Chernobyl, warning him of the impending meltdown. And this guy's located in the United States. So it is weird if he would get a call about Chernobyl. So although King's religious movement, known as the Aetherius Society, can seem hokey, I don't want to dismiss this claim completely. Um, uh, it doesn't seem too bad. He was... Uh, he created a new religious movement in the 1950s because he claimed um, he was in contact with extraterrestrial intelligence to yeah, be referred as Cosmic Masters. Yes. So the <laughs> he's just your standard New Age religion cult guy, but he does, he has like less harm. Like it's just like a bunch of hippies who like aliens, in my opinion. I mean, remember so, last time a bunch of hippies who liked aliens? They like were they living. Hurt- only themselves. <laughs> um, the Aetherius Society has no skin in the game when it comes to Chernobyl or the Soviet Union's shitty government regime. But what King did emphasize about their beliefs, though, is that aliens are definitely watching us and that aliens do monitor nuclear experimentation very closely. 
So he thinks that some sort of manifestation triggered by his religious beliefs is probably the only reason he was contacted. And I want to be very careful before you inevitably make fun of this, Noel. We've talked so often about the power of tulpas and beliefs that this claim could hold credibility for me in the sense that he was already manifesting this. So it does. I don't think that he was manifesting this. I just think this is a guy who literally thinks that he's like alien Jesus. And so he's like, yes, I am very special. So special that I would get a private phone call about a disaster in Ukraine. But I mean, how often in conspiracies that we cover do people who are like sensitive to the cause often get roped in by nothing other than fate? Like, look at John Keel. You know what I mean? Or even look at Indrid Cold. Like, these weird, mysterious, uh, injured cold especially, because we don't even know if he's human. But You're also, like, taking this man who believes that he is alien Jesus at his word, and not that I, he, like, wrote himself into history. Can I be real with you, Noel? Can what? I be fucking real with you? I'm just Joe? trying to give some substance to the episode, man. But you, you get the <laughs> substance from fucking... What do you want to do for me? Not just anti-vax websites, but anti-vax websites that are like, not only should you not get vaccinated, there are brain baby-eating parasites in the vaccine. son of a bitch. I'm going to (laughs) fucking Uber my way out there and snap your neck. It's not an anti-vax website. It's a conspiracy website that heavily subscribes to anti-vax rhetoric. (laughs) How dare you? How dare you? Um, Either way... If this man was on Mothman's being dialed, then I'm terrified and jealous. That's I mean, it. yeah, that I just want to say that your two sources are the vaccine has baby eating monster particles in it and the man who thinks that he's alien Jesus. Those are your two fucking right, Well, sorry. you haven't come for power hyphen technology yet, so that one's still going <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm still trying to figure out who has the original <laughs> URL. Um, so in 2019, uh, fuck you, an Australian <laughs> archaeologist named Robert Maxwell came forward and led, he did lend some credibility to the claims of sightings and strange contact anecdotes about the Blackbird all the way until 2012 and potentially 2022. I will say I couldn't find any documentation about this, but until 2012, um, Maxwell is the only archaeologist in the world who has done field excursions in the actual exclusion zone of Chernobyl. He is the Indiana Jones of No Man's Land. Rough. Rough one to be. Also terrified and jealous. So he has commented on the theories of the Blackbird of Chernobyl many times. And he doesn't really dismiss them based on how, how rooted in they've become in that area. He thinks that part of the reason these sightings weren't as documented is something wrapped up in really a one-two punch. First, yeah, Chernobyl was so deadly and devastating that any surrounding stories fell to the wayside at that time. And the second part is that everyone who witnessed it died. They didn't have a John Keel come in to document the accounts of the Blackbird um, and really put be boots on the ground to, you know, see the forest through the trees that something was happening in addition to the Chernobyl disaster, the way that John Keel focused on Mothman mm-hmm. with the Silver Bridge tragedy. Um, but he did address a lot of its similarities to the Mothman and its sightings too, Um so, astonishinglegends.com mm-hmm. quotes Maxwell as saying that because the workers apparently described the blackbird as a headless, large-winged black creature with no head but with fire-red eyes, which most people take to mean the eyes appear in the torso, 
It sounded very similar to the Mothman sightings in the West. Many people believe in Mothman, and like the Blackbird of Chernobyl, are harbingers of doom in the same way the Banshee was a herald of doom and death to many Celtic societies. So I think that that's like important to focus on, that there are so many things that we accept in other beliefs when it comes to, um, like, we have the Grim Reaper, um, you have the Banshee, there's, like, the Black Dog, Black mm-hmm. Cats crossing your path. Like, this is really so interwoven into a lot of our beliefs that it would be really shitty to dismiss this one as something that is a valid belief. Whether or not you hold stock in um, the myths of other societies, like Celtic, um, basically all he's saying is, like, I won't dismiss it because there's got to be something there, and I'm, it's probably on par. I mean... things. I don't, I don't have issues. Well, like calling these cryptids, if you will, like harbingers of doom and death and destruction, I feel like is a bit much. Oh, really? I love that. Well, I mean, like that's like heavy metal as fuck. But to me, it almost seems like less nefarious. Like to me, just because like I know Mothman a little bit more than the the blackbird might be the same guy just hanging out in different places, but I don't think that he himself, it, they, them itself is like bad. I think that they're almost like <clears throat> trying to be a warning, like yeah. be a lighthouse to a disaster that's going to happen. Yeah. I, like that's how I, that's how I look at Mothman. I don't look at Mothman as like, he's purposefully trying to cause harm. I don't think that either. He's there to try to be, like, the lighthouse to prevent you from crashing into the rocks. I mean, it's just like what the Silver Surfer was at one point. Like, the Silver Surfer showed up before, you know, Galactus came to, like, eat, like, destroy a world, you know? Yeah. So, you inevitably get pulled into that negative connotation. But I think, I agree with you. I think that this is what appears before tragedy strikes. I don't think this is what is causing tragedy. Yeah. That's that's where I would and, summarize to this. And to go even further, I think that time doesn't necessarily have to exist in a linear plane. So they could be, ex- these harbingers or heralds could be experiencing like, oh, I'm going to come watch a tragedy as it happens. But because time is different, I show up in different times. Like I show up before or like phone calls of that could be like a warning as it's happening. We get the timing down wrong and you get it a week early, you know? Yeah. I think that kind of theory where like stuff can happen out of time, especially when you get into the Mothman is so scary to me. I think that was the first thing with the Mothman prophecies when I was reading the book that terrified me was like the idea of lost time. And then people getting these weird messages after I was like, what? that's not yeah. explainable. That's somebody driving for an hour and then ending up six hours away in their car. And they're like, how the fuck did I get two States away? Mm-hmm. And then the time doesn't allot for that. Scary. I mean, but it, that to me is so based in reality because like, I mean, people lose time on the daily, you know, it, lose with mathematical time. Like if I, I ended mean, up in New York an hour from now, that would not <clears> mathematically <throat> make sense. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like on a smaller, less nefarious scale, sure. <clears throat> people <clears throat> as I die. Yeah. can experience loss of time and like 
in their routine even you know what i mean like be driving you know the same route to their office and an hour has passed and they're in the parking lot they don't even really remember how they got there like that happens to everyone unnefariously you know what i mean like that's just and so to think that like on a larger scale level like that like it just makes sense to me that's not a crazy conspiracy because and and i mean fuck all those you know like cia documents talking about multiple layers and levels of time and space happening it you know well i think why wouldn't it be well yeah and i think like the also the other thing with like the miss the whole missing 411 thing is that people go missing where they shouldn't survive and they pop back in fine. Like that little boy who was gone for days in the middle of a snowstorm wearing nothing but like pajamas and no shoes. They mm-hmm. find him and there's not even like a scratch on him. Meanwhile, the rescuers who went, who were in the area were fucked up just by the terrain and like the, the trees and like the way the bushes were like in the ravines, like stuff like that, I think is like so scary, fascinating. And I wonder if this is like a similar tier of them bit bopping into our reality. Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah. So I want to wrap up with a quote from. Don't even say it. But quote, theories regarding the creature's enigmatic origins range widely. Some believe the being is an extraterrestrial while others speculate it's a shapeshifter, interdimensional traveler, or some sort of unidentified species. Author and Fordian researcher Lon Strickler investigated the recent cryptozoological phenomenon, and after conducting dozens of detailed interviews, he theorized, quote, I think they're flesh and blood beings that aren't of this world, end quote. Given the current global situations, and considering Mothman appears as an omen of imminent tragedy, one thing is certain, this unique character will continue to surface from the shadows, and dare I say, I would be surprised if he was not seen very soon. I mean, yeah. I also want to believe that the Blackbird of Chernobyl is just Mothman. I keep fucking seeing Big Bird from Sesame Street, but just in all black. And it's popping into my head and then it's so quickly replaced by Mothman that I just think it's so much. It's just cute. Oh my God. Yeah, because like when you look at Blackbird of Chernobyl, it literally just says Mothman. But like in a different font. It's like literally just a bird that's black. Like the picture that got shared to the Discord. I was like, that is yeah. a black seagull. Um, <laughs> that is a crow. <laughs> yeah. That's a bird that flew into my fucking head on Christmas. I gave you double pink eye. Uh, <laughs> yeah, blame the bird, Chelsea. That was it. Dude, I'm telling you, that bird fucked me up, and I'm still f- emotionally dealing with the fallout from that. Yeah, blame the bird for your double pink eye. <laughs> what makes me mad is I went to the doctor. Who told you that? <laughs> Down the chubacopperhole.com. <laughs> I went to the doctor and like, speaking of like people not helping, I was so upset when I was like, I'm being real with you. And this is going to sound ridiculous. I am very ill. And I believe the cause is the bird that flew into my head. And the doctor was just like, well, hang in there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, my eyes are swollen shut with pus. Did the doctor out. say, have you considered taking Tylenol and ibuprofen yeah. at the same time? Every time I get prescribed ibuprofen from a doctor, it's that, like, if I a joke to you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, also, but a dentist isn't a fucking doctor, so what did I think going into that? <laughs> Why didn't you make it into regular dental school, you fucking failure? <laughs> uh, regular doctor school. 
Um, Dentistry is the local police department of people who failed out of the military. You know, I'm not <laughs> even going to like try to defend dentists at this point because, you know, they know what they've done to me and I'm still not over it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm just looking at pictures of birds now. <laughs> I'm trying to Great. just, just re- it's all coming back to me now. Just like the, the trauma of that. I'm fucking Christmas. Jesus's birthday. Yeah, you deserve it. it. You deserve it. Um, so yeah, I think that the Blackbird of Chernobyl and Mothman are one and the same. I think that they show up when tragedies happen. They don't bring the tragedies themselves. And um, yeah. I think that they could be interdimensional travelers. Um, but to that, I would also like the caveat to say that I do not believe that Bigfoot is an interdimensional traveler. I think really? that that's what like do you think a Bigfoot mi- is. I just think he's like a missing link type of guy. Just like how people are like, oh, I'm pretty sure we have proof based off of these like drone pictures that megalodons are still alive and kicking. Yeah. You know, oh, I feel I like love, that's I love megalodons. Thing. Yeah, that would be a cool episode. Have you seen um, some of those? Dude, yeah, it's there's like a human for scale where you can like put a human. Well, they showed one like kind of by a bridge and they were like based off of this, like that's a fucking megalodon. Yeah. So, you know. I hope like if I don't, I, I like going in the ocean. I can't get in there knowing there's megalodon. A megalodon is not going to be beefing with you. You you don't know that. I feel you like know I know that. that. You don't. Okay, well, I feel like every sighting of the Megalodon that I'm looking at also probably came from the exact same types of pictures that you wrote me on. Actually, this one's pretty cool. Here's like an old war photo where it looks like compared to a uh, submarine, it would be 64 feet long. I saw one that looked fucking recent. You need to figure out, you need to get off Bing, girl. This is Google. The little, <laughs> how dare you? Like, I'll look at, oh, I think I see the one. It's from TikTok, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, TikTok! Fuck you! Fuck yeah, you, TikTok! That's where the real news is being oh dropped live, unfiltered, and I you gotta get say, there quick before they remove it. I will say that I tried to reach out to somebody to do an interview on TikTok, and they wouldn't do it, which I 100% respect, but it's a person who believes that um, oh my god, this would be such a good fucking episode, but I really wish that, I genuinely wish that they would, where they were down for an interview, but they, um... Then wait, they're willing to put this out on TikTok, but they won't do an interview? Yeah, but they make remain, it make sense. They remain pretty anonymous on TikTok. They but, can be anonymous in an interview. Yeah, I, maybe I'll try to reach out again, but everything with the Mandela effect, they say are, like, remnants from their reality, and that there was, like, You've heard the reality shift before in 2012. Like, the world did end in 2012, and we're existing in, like, a different reality slash purgatory. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of goes along that similar tier where the Mandela effect are actually memories of a reality that we were part of. So they post these effects, but they post ones that I haven't seen before where it's, like, this is what, like, I'm just going to pull an example. This is what, like, Mickey Mouse looks like in your reality. This is what Mickey Mouse looks like in my reality. And this, the differences are subtle. Like it could be like a tiny tail or something. And it's like, I just want to go home. And it's him pleading like to anybody watching, like the FBI agent who monitors his phone. He's like, I just want to fucking go home. I don't know. You remember the last time you told me to watch a documentary about an interdimensional traveler who said that he was here from a different time. Do you remember, Chelsea? I remember, but I don't feel like I want to acknowledge it because you got gooped by it a little bit too. Um, 
I want to remember because it was a complete and total <laughs> broad fallacy live made up uh, fairy tale. Now I'm just looking at like Megalodon pictures. I was so let down by the Megalodon movie. I thought that Jason Statham would do me good, but now I'm really hurt Are by you it. That's fucking kidding me. You went to that movie expecting something good. I expected to see it opening night and then I got busy. So I didn't watch it until later. But I don't think I, like, paid attention. It was, like, right in the middle of COVID. I'm like, I'm going to finally fucking watch this movie. And it was one of those ones where I, like, never finished it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit down and watch this movie. I'm going to commit. And then I don't finish it. I'm going to sit down and watch this movie and commit. I I never thought that JS would do me wrong. But he did. Yeah, no shit. It's a dumb fucking shark movie. It could have been. But Jaws is a shark movie, and it's great. Jaws Deep is a Luke monster movie. Whatever, with LLJ. Jaws is a monster movie. Everything since then has been a shitty little scary shark movie about open water. Um, regardless, I didn't think that Jason Statham would let me down. Well, he did. I know. He did. Just like your use of Down the Chippecabra Hole let me down. <laughs> Man, it let us all down, okay? Jesus uh, fucking Christ. I still okay. think that the quotes that I pulled give no indication that I was aware that they were an anti-vax site because I was on the completely different part of the website. And that's the problem for me. You got to look harder. <laughs> um, and with that being said, I will say you don't have to look hard to find the link tree in all of our bios online on all the social media platforms. That link tree will open you up where you can get our Patreon, which is a dollar a month. That's all you need to get in, and you get bonus episodes completely unfiltered <laughs> every week. You get links to Kelly Holloran or Wild Wood Owl's Etsy page, where you can buy our cool fucking stickers, pins, and I'm not even sure if she has bandanas left anymore. Y'all fucking ate that shit up, which I understand they're cool as fuck. Um, yeah, frame mine. In there, I'm, I know I want, I'm like, I haven't decided if I want to frame it or wear it. Um, in there, you'll also find a link to our merch page. Um, and we do, we're still working on the um, Protect Trans Kids shirt. We're all yeah, the Noel's being a real bitch about the font. So. The font is really bothering me. We're like 50% there. The front of the fucking design is perfect. The back needs work. Um, so that will be coming soon. Make sure you get comfortable with the link tree so you can get on that stuff um and then you'll also find links to our individual social medias i'm at noel fane that is at sith lard and um yeah rate and review us apparently that's easy to do now thanks spotify and yeah. join the discord so you can make recommends for episodes and just hang out um i truly facebook is a dead meme to me but that exists still just come to discord it's better over here yeah and if I'm also bad. I'm bad at everything, but if, um, but I do answer Instagram the best, which is like the worst platform. Anyway, I wish I could be better, man, but I don't even know how I'm like so committed. I'm already like off the bank and I'm already like my car's crashing towards the ravine. I'm just trying to hold on tight. (laughs) Well, I need you to figure it out. So, um, today and most importantly, all days, hail Satan. Man, hail the 
Mothman of Chernobyl, aka the Blackbird. I don't really like the Mothman, but I do like the Blackbird for some reason. Yeah, I do. Hail the Blackbird. Also, hail um, Chelsea learning how to fucking find a good, reputable source. Oh, you know what? Hail Zelensky, too. That guy's a daddy. Absolutely hail. Hail, hail, hail. Yeah. Also, fuck you, Putin. Yeah, ser- seriously, though. Buffer ass bitch. <laughs>